What's going on, motherfuckers? <laughs> Just started. Starting right out the gate. This uh, is Devin, that's Biker Mike from Mars, coming we, at you from the pothole. We are the Blue Collar Philosophers. Uh, so I was doing some major advertising for us over the weekend. Oh, you were? <laughs> we had a family event out at my uh, aunt and uncle's place. And, I don't know, conversations come up. And I'm like, actually, we talked about something similar <laughs> to that. Actually, we talked about something. And it came up so much that I just seemed like a whore. Oh, <laughs> that's hilarious. How was your week? Well, no, it's been... It, it's been mellow. After a week of lots and lots of stuff going on, and this week has kind of just been head down, tail up, buckle down at work, and just get ready for having a fun weekend. Well, that's awesome. I'm yeah. glad, because mine was fucking chaos. <laughs> do tell. Do, uh, do, do tell. All right, so last week we started preparing our trailer so that we can go on those camping trips that we were going to go on. And... Um, so we, we ripped the, I ripped the stove out. I built a shelf. I like all the actual construction stuff I do. And my wife, um, she cleaned, she cleaned the trailer. Equal effort. And, and painted, painted. She oh, did. Oh, oh huge, that huge. is, that is a thing. Painting is, sucks. Painting does suck. And she's like, I want to paint. And, uh, yeah, I put a new piece of ceiling in. I did, I did this, that, and the other. And she painted like a boss. Well, I was working. And then I'd come home. So every single night for a whole week, I was like getting home, work, getting home, work. Like everything, every spare minute was going into this trailer, getting it all ready. Because, yeah, we just wanted to have something a little more us. And Mm -hmm. uh, so we got this trailer ready. And it was great. It was fun. By trailer, you mean camper, right? Camper trailer, yeah. Uh, And so we get ready this whole week. And then we go camping. I borrow Buddy's truck. And it's a 7.3 diesel. And he's like, this is a big truck. You're not even going to notice that trailer. Keep your eye on it because it'll just be wailing in the wind or just going crazy back there. And you'll have no idea. My trailer's from the early 70s. Yeah. The, the, they made everything back then fucking heavy. <laughs> he's like, you won't notice it. I'm like, I noticed it the whole time. Speak of the devil. Speak of the devil. He's calling you right now. He is calling me. I'm just going to text him. All right. In a minute. <laughs> uh, so he told me, keep an eye on it, this, that, and the other. I felt it the whole way. He's like, no matter how much you travel, you will not. The fuel mileage will be the same. With or without a trailer, it's it's going to be good. Like, it doesn't make a difference. Mm-hmm. Fucking nay-nay. Nay-nay. <laughs> I went three hours away. Could you take a guess at how much fuel that cost me? Honestly, no. I no. It, I, it's been so long since I've driven any length of time in a diesel truck. Okay, the tank was at half. I put a hundred and fifty dollars in. Yeah. And drove three hours away. I was under half on the way there. So on one part of the trip, I spent at least one hundred and fifty to one hundred seventy dollars on fuel. So, question though, would it be that same mileage without the trailer? He said it would be. <laughs> he said without the tra- with or without the trailer, it'll be the same. It'll be the same. Okay. And I don't believe him. <laughs> I think the trailer did add a lot of weight because this thing is normally pretty good on fuel. Like, he can drive around for three, four weeks without any fill-up Yeah, from, from his work to his home, though, is like... Yeah, but then, then other drive. jobs, like down in Taylor and drown, down in the area, like when we go there, yeah, he drives for three weeks or whatever. So... 
We do all, I drive all the way there with this stupid trailer on the back. Uh, we do our camping trip. I'm whoring myself out just like telling all these stories. And mm-hmm. I got to hop on a dirt bike again. And I was telling you, it was so much fun. I was just whipping around. I haven't done it. In, I want to say I haven't done it in over 10 years. Yeah. So just pause for a second there. I love how you say pouring myself out, like <laughs> hanging out is such a big hardship. <laughs> Yes, just <laughs> like, giving everything I, am, I have. I am bequeathing to you guys my <laughs> inner energy like Jesus poured himself out on the cross. I stand before you, pouring out my mic-ness on you. You're welcome, You're everyone. You're welcome. That I drove this way to tell you about me. Oh, that's so funny. And so, yeah. I So sacri- sacrilegious, some... <laughs> but funny. <laughs> I had some great conversations with people, and it was a lot of fun. And even guys on Sunday, they did a baptism after their church. At the, my my aunt and uncle's lake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my aunt and uncle have a lake, <laughs> and uh, and and it was so much fun. I was chatting with some of the guys there, and they challenged me on a few thoughts. And I was like, "Oh, this will be interesting." And I told one of them about the podcast. He's like, "I travel a lot. Uh, what's your podcast called?" <laughs> and him and I have had a few conversations before, mm-hmm. but nothing really deep. And so we were having other conversations, and they went quite well. Uh, but I disagree with him in a lot of areas and he disagrees with me, which is good. It's fine. And I told him about our, our, our liberal friend that comes on the podcast mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, that's so the, good. That one time. That one time. We'll have him on again once we have more time. I'm sorry, but summer's so fucking busy. You guys are lucky. Right? You guys get one a week. It, it's, it is actually like kind of hard to get together to do this. Oh yeah. Cause there's so much to do right now. Right now that we're at the point where we're living podcast to podcast. Like, yeah, it's, like, there's none in the bank. This one's going out next week. We have less than, a, and, and hopefully next week. So what? Have, four days. It's going out in four days. Yeah. We're going to, this one's going out in four days. And so, yeah, had some great conversations, got to dirt bike, got to do all these things and, and drink beer most of the time, except for when the baptism started, which ruined everything. We can't drink during <laughs> baptism? Apparently. Not with this church. And I went, to, <laughs> I went to this church, and I mean this in the least amount of fence possible, but the pastor who, who spoke the message, he didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. Like, he said stuff and words, but there was no um, substance. There was nothing there. I'm like, what is going on? Uh, sorry, my brother's texting me too. I'm very popular tonight. It's I know. Turn annoying. your fucking phone off. Jeez. I just threw it across the room. Good. <laughs> Violently. Uh, just watch mine's going to start going crazy next. <laughs> right after making a big deal. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a lot of fun just hanging out with everybody. Anyways, this pastor, he spoke his message. It was about um, uh, if you're depressed, what you need is more Jesus. Oh, that's a whole podcast right there. I know. And I'm Holy just like, shit. I smell a sacred slaughterhouse coming uh, on. Just more Jesus. You just, just, you choose to be happy and more Jesus. Okay. Yep. <laughs> write, write it, okay, write it down on the whiteboard right now. All right. You got to talk then. Frick. Well, I'm writing. You have to be saying something. I'm sorry. That kind of put me all on tilt. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, my week has, yeah, nothing really of substance happened this week. You know, uh, the week before, we had brother-in-law up. He's back now in in, uh, Labrador, Newfoundland. Actually, we took a, we took a ride. The, my dad, my dad with my mom on the bike, Danny with his wife on the bike, 
and me with Carissa on the bike. <laughs> and so this is the first time my wife has ridden on, on the bike all year. And, uh, she had, she had mentioned how much she was looking forward to it and how she, much she loves, how, how much she loves, you know, the, the speed, the speed of the bike and stuff like that. I was like, okay, heck yeah. And, uh, I think subconsciously I interpret that as ride like a maniac <laughs> <laughs> for, for her sake. I don't, I don't understand the problem here. <laughs> so much fun <laughs> but like at one point though i was like oh i need to stop and let everybody else catch up because they're being responsible adults yes like when we were riding with our kids yeah well, at one point danny who was he was riding stretch's bike that uh road glide yeah, yeah that, that road glide with the 96 then up to the 103 and stuff like that like that bike's no slouch oh yeah it's great scoot. yeah and so he he kind of gave me the rev at a red light like hey let's do this all right. Wait, you got Chris on the back with you? Yes. Who did he have? Uh, Crystal. Oh, so he did have Crystal on the back. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Just making sure he's he wasn't going solo because oh, e- the power even, to weight, the even, power to even weight so, ratio. Even so, we're a solid hundred pounds heavier. Yes, I know, but that's why I'm saying, like, if you had your wife and yeah. he had nobody, and like, I don't care how heavy and fucking stupid Harleys are yeah. sometimes, like. Yeah. So. I, you know, and, and Rosie, she is a Harley weight bike. Oh yeah. Like it's, that's a 900 pound bike easy. Yep. Um, so I, and that, that, I was just trying to put it all in perspective so everyone knows. <laughs> and Dan, Danny's a tall beanpole. Yes. And, uh, you know, Crystal, she's not a beanpole, but she's not a big woman. No. And then there's me and my wife who are two very large people. <laughs> they, they're not obese. They're just, you're uh, stout and yes, she's we, tall. We have bone structure <laughs> on our side. Yeah, but she's tall with so, bone structure. <laughs> so yeah, so I'm like, all right, let's do this. So the light turns green, and we hit it. And Rosie wheelies. No. <laughs> Hell yeah. Fuck yes. <laughs> so <laughs> we wheelie and lay it down, and then we're just gone on them. Good. <laughs> just see you later. We got to the next stop. Danny was like, "Holy shit, that thing's fast." <laughs> yeah. I like I, I was given this bike. All the beans, All everything, the beans. It, everything I had, and you were just gone. Yeah, see, si, senor. <laughs> yeah, That's... I thought I thought I was gonna. I thought I was in for the tongue lashing of the century. Like you know, how popping, irresponsible can you be? Popping the front wheel off the ground with my wife on the back. I thought when we get to their next stop, Carissa is going to give me shit. But nope, she was like, "That was freaking awesome." <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. Chris has never said that. I, I, I couldn't imagine. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> she only uses that that word for bad. The bad. If yeah, she says, if she's really, yeah, really she's mad. mad. You are you are dead. The Yeah, the F-bomb with her is when things have gone nuclear. You're like, okay, yep. No, somebody has done fucked up. Or this is a very, very bad situation. I'm, I'm thinking I know him. <laughs> <laughs> you may know him. Very, very well. Oh, God, I hope it's my brother. <laughs> uh, so you got to rip and roar. All right. So I got a little bit of a story. I was starting to tell you about it, and you're like, hold on. Yeah. Is this for the podcast? So it's not a crazy story, but it is a story. So um, so I'm working at a hotel right now, doing a little bit of work. And this couple shows up a couple days ago, mm-hmm. and they got in a motorcycle accident north of Fort Nelson. These, this older couple, they have ridden everywhere in America and a lot of Canada, more than most Canadians I know. Mm-hmm. And they have ridden everywhere and they were North of Fort Nelson and 
there was a structural failure on their electric line. Yeah. And something happened that Whole, seized up the front a tire. Structural failure. Structural. I don't know which part of the structure. Okay. Like, well, if it, it if it seized up the front tire, it had to either be the brakes clamping down, or they or, lost, or, the, or they lost the front bearings. Front bearing, or I think something to do with the crash bar spun down, seized the tire up, oh, and like just shit. forced okay. forced them to dump the bike essentially. Yeah. So they dumped the bike and everything. I never thought of a crash bar doing yeah, something like that. Yeah, that's the that's thing. Like dicey. The, the way he explained it, and he's like, I've got so many friends who are Harley mechanics. And all of them tell me this is it once in a lot like this never happens mm-hmm. and they've never seen it before. So anyways, they had this little accident and they are in their 80s. Well, no, she is about to be 80 and the older gentleman is in his 80s and they're from Florida. They're not from here. So they got flown to Dawson Creek's hospital. I don't know why Dawson and not Fort St. John, but they went to Dawson, got fixed up there, came to Fort St. John because they were flying out of Fort St. John back to Florida. And so, yeah, we just had these conversations. We're chatting, and all of a sudden, they're waiting for their cab so they can go for a good old American dinner at Denny's because <laughs> they're like, we're tired of, we just, we just, you know how you. It's when, the restaurant of the free <laughs> and the plate of the brave. <laughs> Thank you very much. I want my American breakfast. Grand Slam. Grand Tell Slam. Fucking A. Ain't even that, but now. <laughs> So you know how it is when you just have a rough week. You just want to eat your you want comfort. Com- you want you comfort want food. what you know. You don't want to fucking. You don't want to have a Korean. You don't want. I, I never have been like, oh, do you know what I need? A good sushi. Like, yeah, when no. you, when you've had like a really really bad day. It's like no, I need to clog my arteries. You're mistake. tired. You're you're hurt. And yeah. yeah, you want you want comfort food, and nobody in the world has ever said that about sushi. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love sushi, but that's not comfort food. No, that that's is... that's your. I'm out on the town. I'm feeling cute food. Yeah, it's, yeah. My wife wants to go somewhere fancier, and I love my wife. <laughs> I've never gone out of my way to be like, do you know what I really want? Sushi. I like sushi. Oh, I'm, I'm fine with it, but I'm, I've never gone out of my way. I'll to mess work. up a whole plate of sushi. Oh Hell yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm an indiscriminate eater though. <laughs> Just no care. I fucking love everything. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little too Canadian in that way is that I'm a picky ish. Anyways, so this couple, they call a cab to go to Denny's and the cab's not showing up. I don't know if you know this about Fort St. John, but we have a shitty cab service here. Yeah. For such, for such a small town, you'd, yeah. you'd think it wouldn't be that hard. And I see them everywhere. How do you not? I see cabs everywhere all the time. Do we, do we even have Uber here? No, we do not have any ride share services, which is why they're so complacent and shitty. I really, I believe that. I believe that they are so shitty because there's no competition. What are you going to, what are you going to do? Call nobody? We'll get, we'll be there when we get there. So essentially that's what happened. So she's in crutches and it it seems from what I can tell, she's never used crutches before. Mm -hmm. Like... I feel bad because she's got a busted ankle or whatever. So they're okay, which is great. Yes, they got a motorcycle accident, but they're in great shape, shape all things considered. But she is busted up a little. Yeah. And so I feel bad. And I'm like, hey, I've got my minivan here. Uh, if it's okay with you, I can give you a ride if this guy doesn't show up. Like, if you guys want to... Because they were thinking about just going straight to the airport as soon as they, the guy got there. They got no bags, but they're hungry. And it's like, well, what food is at the airport? And it's like uh, Indian food. Yeah. And they're like, no, 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 we can't do that. And so I'm like, all right, cool. We'll get you to Denny's. And so I was like, 
I'll give you a ride. So like, oh, we'll see. We'll give him five more minutes. So they were like, they gave him five more minutes. He still didn't show up. And so I'm like, and they're like, we'll take you up. And I'm like, cool. <laughs> so I throw him in the van violently, uh, crippled and all. <laughs> As one should. As one should. Throw Americans. And uh, yeah, we threw them. I, threw, I got them in the van, gave them a ride to Denny's, stopped right outside the door, blocked people from walking. I don't give a fuck. I'm helping these people. And so I get them in the door. It's like, oh, why don't you come in for breakfast? I'm like, I'd love to, but I got to get it back to work. Here's my phone number. If you want to ride to the airport and know that you're going to get there on time, just give me a call. I'll help you out. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, they were, they, they eat their dinner. They give me a call and I go pick them up, give them a ride to the airport, had some great conversations, uh, learned that, uh, there's the similar faith and love whiskey. So I'm like, Oh, we're talking whiskey and all this stuff. And it was just a really good time chatting with these people. Good old Florida people that, and I love Florida. That's the thing. N- no helmet law. And mm-hmm. he, he made fun of the whole no helmet. He's like, you know what they say? Uh, wind in your hair, brains on the street. <laughs> and I'm like, yep. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. I, I, I get it. Uh, but yeah, so it was just having a good conversation with them. And they asked, and they were like, oh, what do you do for work? And I'm like, a little of this, a little of that. I also got a podcast because I'm a whore. And I just talk about this all the time. And it's like, what does it call them? And they're nice old people. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if I want to tell you. I'm like, it's not appropriate. Don't. <laughs> There's better ones out there. <laughs> so. They're sweethearts, and I'm like, oh, just wanted to take care of them. And they gave me forty dollars American just for bombing them around. Really, so quick. that's like three hundred bucks. Yeah, feels like it. <laughs> <laughs> Inflation makes it too. Uh, so yeah, it. They have no idea how much they helped us when when things are tough and you get a little twenty thrown your way once in a while. It's like, oh, it can go a long way. It can. It really can. It can fill my fill my tank up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it cost me twenty six bucks to fill my tank yet today. I'm like, oh, that, that hurt. <laughs> so, yeah, that's been my week, helping people out and then doing construction. And, yeah, I, I felt really good about helping them. Yeah, I mean, that's that's one of the most Canadian things I think I've ever heard you do. It's <laughs> just go, <laughs> just just being there for, for a pe- people out of town and helping them. The thing is, hel- ru- just helping them get through a tough time, Yeah, you know. And the thing is, I ride motorcycles, so I, I sympathize the idea of, man, like, if I had been in that situation, I would love if somebody <laughs> would have gone out of their way. It's not my job to fucking drive people around. It's not yeah. my job to be nice to you. It's it's really not. Well, I mean, you know, when, when you and I were traveling south a few years ago and my timing belt skipped on the Valkyrie. Oh, yes. Like, yeah, uh. Rob had made a couple calls for us, and next thing you know, somebody has, you know, made a half-hour drive to come pick us up and put us up in their house, you know, on a whim. Yeah. And, like, just be the most amazing hosts and stuff like that. Like, it's, yeah. that stuff does come around. And yeah. when the opportunity comes for you to reciprocate to a total stranger, you take it. Yeah, do it. Well, just, just, what, what is it going to cost me? Mm-hmm. Like, really, like, yeah, I'll piss some people off by not being there for 15 minutes because I told these people I'm giving you a ride. And even the guy that I'm working with, he's like, hey, um, we don't have insurance for this. So if something <laughs> you're, happens. You're off the clock. You're, 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 you don't work here. Like, you're on your own time. And, it's, and I'm like, yeah, fuck it. I don't care. I'm, I'm, I, I, I drove hyper. This lady's injured. I'm driving as carefully as I humanly can. <laughs> Sorry, that's probably sounded really loud. Mike gave me these whiskey stones that are like literally dice. Yeah, I told you dice. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, and they, uh, they are loud in the glass. That mm-hmm. is for sure. But 
That being said, he's tapping into the, what is it called again? This is the Basil Hayden the Kentucky Basil Straight Hayden. Bourbon. This is the one that I was talking shit about a couple weeks ago. It has grown on him with no ice. So if you're going to try it, yeah, try this, it without Yeah, this ice. is one that does not stand up to ice. But it's got some nice kick to it otherwise? Uh, not kick. It's just That's why it can't have ice is because yeah. it doesn't have the robustness to stand up to being watered down. Yeah, that's but good. But on its own, like this, just neat. Very it's good. good. Very good. Maybe maybe we'll grab a spray bottle and just spray the vapor above it, just to give it just a. No, just you just <laughs> drink it straight while thinking about going to the bathroom. That's enough moisture. That's enough moisture for it right there. Right there. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> All right. Um, All right. So let's move on. Let's, let's move on. Move on to what we're actually going to talk about today. What's the thing? Cain and Abel. Cain and Abel. I sacrifice and murder. Sacrifice and murder. I think far too many people focus on the murder. I really do. I think it is one of those things that gets way too much attention. All right. Uh, Genesis three. Um, should we actually read it out or just assume everyone knows the story? Um, let's just assume everybody knows the story. All right. I mean, you can you can. Look it up on the internet right now if yes. you'd like you to. Pause this, read Genesis chapter three, the whole chapter, not even a whole chapter, but better to read the whole chapter. And then that's four. Come it's, back. It's actually four. Is it four? I thought it was three. It's four. Fuck. Whatever. Read it. Cain and Abel. Uh, so Cain makes a sacrifice. Abel makes a sacrifice. One's a goat herder or a shepherd or... Mm, one's a shepherd, one's a farmer. A cattleman, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. So, and the other one is a farmer, like a you know, farmer. If you live mm-hmm. in Saskatchewan, you didn't know. <laughs> and God accepts the uh, sacrifice because back in the day, they recognized that sacrifice must be made okay, to well, God. Okay, your, your commentary. So let's let's just yes. get, the, let's get the story out there. So Cain and Abel, they are brothers. They are born of Adam and Eve. Uh, Abel, sorry, Cain being the first, the first son of Adam and Eve, as it, it shows yeah, up in the Bible. That's right. Uh, and Abel being the second. Keep so, going. Cain makes a sacrifice of uh, the fruit of the earth of of what he farms, and Abel makes a sacrifice of you know the, the animals that he is. Oh no, no not hurting. just an animal, but his <clears throat> best, his best oh, yeah, animal. His best. Yeah, so, so first fruits of the ground, first fruits of and not of the, the first field. fruits. He gave his fruits. Yeah. It, it didn't say first fruits, and that's why I, it needs to be particular. Of, okay, uh, it's just trying to remain consistent. <laughs> he All gave right. of his uh, of his fruit or so, whatever. Yeah, so God God regards Abel's sacrifice and not Cain's. Cain gets jealous, and God asks him, "What's going on with you?" And he asks, he says, well, you accepted his sacrifice and not mine. And God said, if you do well, you will be, you know, you will be accepted. Yep. And sin is going, you know, sin is at your doorstep and you must rule over it or it'll rule over you. And then (laughs) Cain takes his brother and murders him. Yep. God confronts him about this, says, where's your brother? He says, what, am I my brother's keeper? And he says, you're brother's blood calls to me from the ground and then he just again god yeah. <laughs> asking questions he knows the answers to <laughs> and then <laughs> he he curses cain for for this but also protects him from from dying and sends him into the wilderness yeah uh so 
I have a few yeah, things. So, yeah. So what's what's your thoughts on what, what what's the angle you want to take? I want to take the sacrifice itself. Okay. Well, one. <laughs> what was Cain's proper sacrifice? What was the sacrifice? Was it, was it supposed to be his first fruits? Um, it was doesn't it, say. It doesn't say. Was he supposed to trade with his brother his grain for some meat? for a blood sacrifice? Was he supposed to do that? But we're talking about, according to the Bible, the second people. Like these are the, or their parents were the first and they were the second people in all of humanity, uh, according to the scripture. Again, a lot of prefects on this. And how are, they, there's no way to know. All they know is that God chose to favor Abel's sacrifice over Cain's and told him, if you would just make the right, right sacrifice, Things would go better for you. Um, so it got me thinking uh, on the sacrifice. We know people that will sacrifice a lot. They have put in so much time and energy into so many things. Like they will take these, um, they will take time away from their family, away from their kids, away from their wife, away from everything else so that they can work their sack off and so that their kids are taken care of and then their wife cheats and leaves them or just, just leads them on or will just fucking ruin his life. That man was making a great sacrifice by sacrificing his time with his family and his kids to make sure that his family and kids were taken care of. Okay. So his sacrifice, um, and that's that's why I'm, I'm trying not to belittle Cain's sacrifice because too many people do that. They're like, oh, it wasn't a blood sacrifice. No, there was nothing wrong with the sacrifice. But that's exactly w- it. There was nothing but wrong there, with the sacrifice. But you, itself. I've heard Christians. Hundred percent. I've heard it over and over and over again that Cain, that you know, well, obviously it's better to sacrifice blood than it is to to bring whatever you're farming because God, you know, they, you know demands blood sacrifice for sin. Yeah, and you know, it's part of I've, that pre-substitutional atonement theory. Yeah, and I've had this idea for a long time too <clears throat> that, and it's my own theory that it's not that Abel's was second. It was that it took no heart. I don't know if you've ever killed anything, but it takes something out of you. I don't think that's exactly what it is here. No, I don't think it is. I don't. But uh, for a long time, that was my view. My view was that it took nothing out of it. Like it takes nothing out of you to kill it, to to, to take up a harvest. It takes work and sweat and cussing. That was exactly the thing that (laughs) that God said to, to Adam. Literally, you know, like a few verses ahead in the story of Genesis where he said, the ground will now, you know, produce thorns and by the sweat of your brow, will you eat of it? Like it's like. Yeah, it's work. It is. And he recognizes, hey, this is going to fucking suck. (laughs) Yeah. I come from a long line of farmers. My my dad and I aren't farmers, but like everybody before that, you know, since coming from Europe has all farmed. Oh, my dad too. My dad was a farmer. Yeah. Yeah. And like that is brutal, brutal work. Yeah, it is is backbreaking and, and, and thankless. Fucking thankless. There was a there's a story of, you know, our fearless leader, Mr. Trudeau. Mr. Miss Trudeau. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Freudian, hey, we don't know. Freudian slip. I, we don't, I don't know. know. Whatever whatever he identifies as today. I have not heard him yes. say his but, his pronouns. But his sperm words. donor, you can't say father either because that's masculine. But his sperm donor <laughs> 
guy. Sorry, he, at least the the one that the we person think who the, may have conceived him carried a gun. The person who led the country, who was supposedly his sperm donor, we don't know that for sure because maybe that came he from someplace carry. a little southern than the southern border. He used to carry. I could respect that man <laughs> for, but, uh, for that. The, the first, the first Trudeau. I, I guess he was traveling by train across the country doing his, you know, his tour of the country sort yeah. of thing, and. And saw saw farmland and a bunch of farmers out there, and said to to one of his closest guys, he's like, "I don't even have the foggiest idea what the fuck these guys do. <laughs> like, it's just, just it. They're just guys that are supposed to do that. <laughs> this is them. This this is them. <laughs> and, and like whatever whatever it is about their life, I don't care about. I don't care enough to to, to have an idea. How I, hard I it don't. Is. I, that, again, I can respect that. You can he, at least he was honest, and he's like, I don't know what. Now, if he respected no. it simultaneously and be but like, that's that's but the thing. Didn't but he have didn't have that. He didn't have the respect yeah. to understand. I don't fucking know anything about no, this. It was an arrogant like <laughs> peasants. What do they do? Yeah, exactly. Uh, so. Yeah. So, so anyway, yeah, where continuing was going on. with that thought. All right, so farmers, yes. Yes. So he gave his grain. We don't it doesn't say whether or not it was his best. It says he gave It says the fruits of, of the ground. The fruits of the ground. But some people say he should have given his first fruits and if he gave his first fruits it would have said first okay. fruits. That's that's Christianese bullshit though. I know. What the hell does first fruits mean? Yeah, the first to go bad. Uh <laughs> if you're picking fruit, the first thing you're picking that shit's going bad first. The last or the mid is going to be your best and the last is going to be your uh, ripest for the longest and it's going to be ready for later on in the season. So there's this Christian idea that, oh, it wasn't good enough. And then he, it's his fault. He got angry. No, he fucking made a sacrifice. And then it didn't pay off or it didn't get find favor in the eyes of God. Mm-hmm. And then now here's another thing that no one ever fucking points out. Abel made the right sacrifice in that instance. Yeah. In that instance. This but time. <laughs> he did not have his eyes open in other areas. He did not know that his brother was pissed off at him enough like to that point. Could you I don't know. I've uh, I'm an older brother and okay, your younger sister. Your mm-hmm. is your sister younger or older? Yes, younger. Younger. Did you ever feel like she got away with a little bit more? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just some, a little bit of malice, kind of like, fuck. I. But the, I'm sure she thought I got away with murder, too, because I was the first and the favorite or whatever. Like, that's we're, we're, that's we're, asymmetric we're, insight. Yes. Where maybe, how naive was able to think, oh, everything's cool. Yeah, sure, let's well, go. within the realm of the story, murder's not a thing yet, though. <laughs> Like in the realm of, sorry, it's just my brain always kicks back to an evolutionary like. So with, thing. within within the within narrative. the context of this, murder is not a thing. Being completely naive to how they can be hurt. Yeah, I was listening to a a book the other day, audio book, the comedy one about apocryphal accounts of the Bible, just like recast in a in a in a comedic way. Yeah. And so this guy was going over this Cain and Abel thing and being like. You know, he, he accosted, accosted Abel and then he's just like, 
why are you why are you doing this? This hurts. He's like, I'm sorry. I'm new to this just as much as you are. I don't know how to kill you, dude. It's like, well, make it stop. Like, just do it already. What if I hit you here? Ow, that just made it worse. What if here? Ow. Well, that was a little bit better, but I don't think I'm dying anymore. Until he finally hit him in the head. He's like, oh, oh that's the money shot. Is. There it is. He's still breathing, but a few more there. I'm pretty sure I'll fucking figure this thing out. This is as new to you or new to me as it is to you. That's great. <laughs> so, so that <laughs> sorry, that's that, a fantastic book. It it's called Apocrypha now. It's Apocrypha fantastic. Now. That's so good. Uh, so he made the rights. Abel made the right sacrifice. Cain did not. And and Cain doesn't get any signifier then. Maybe if you'd make the right one, uh, things would go better for you. But 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 don't sin. Yeah, I'm pissed off. Or or yes, I won't accept this thing that you gave me. Or look, even he's still. I don't know if it doesn't say it doesn't accept. It doesn't regard. So what's the difference between accepting a regard? You could take it and so be like, oh thanks. It's like that person who gives you a card for your birthday. <coughs> Will everyone else give you a card mm-hmm. plus twenty bucks? Yeah. You regard those ones. But if you just got a card for your birthday and it said like nothing in it, like "Oh, happy birthday," you well, you can be like, you know, "Oh, the, I guess thanks. the thing is like according according to the Bible, like later on in the Pentateuch and Leviticus, God actually gives commandments for offering of the fruit of the earth. Like it's actually part of the of the ritual. Yeah, but how how is Cain supposed to know that? He's not, but at the same time, I'm, I'm, I'm stepping in a little bit here of viewing, like I said the the other week, viewing this Genesis account through the lens of the rest of the Pentateuch, right? As if kind of like that's their first foremost framework for their religion. And then they look back to Genesis for color. But anyway, sacrifice of grain, like God loves it. He says like, this is a sweet and very good pleasing aroma to me when you sacrifice like cakes made of wheat and honey you know that's it's it's a complementary part of sacrifices of atonement not lesser than flesh yeah so that's not the thing it i I can't imagine somebody who's familiar with the the book of the law and all that looks at this and is like oh man he he gave the wrong sacrifice blood's better they wouldn't have thought of that they thought oh abel brought his part Cain brought his part. These are complementary um, portions to sacrifice to God. Yeah. And this is this is what you're supposed to do. And I think in in so it has to be something other than the thing. So with that with that <clears throat> in its understanding of these are equal. Mm-hmm. But do you ever just notice that some people make a sacrifice that you don't make? Uh, be it our buddy there that has a he's a, a uh, mortgage broker. And you mm-hmm. being a construction worker, which one of you works harder between you two? Physically, Me. physically. I um, mean, but he definitely puts in hours. He puts oh, he in, does. Puts in work. Puts in stress. Has to make wheel and deal and make connections. That's like it's, right. It's it's a legit job. It's a legit job. But some people would look at his sacrifice as lesser of a sacrifice because he's not sacrificing his body. He's not sacrificing his future movement. But. Does he, he he does pretty good for himself? Mm-hmm. I, I I hope. I, I hope. hope hopefully, I hope so. I really do because I love the guy. He's such a good dude. I got to shout with him a little bit uh, on Canada Day. He had his car there, and I got to hang out with him. Nice. And uh, he's phenomenal. Anyways, 
he is a mortgage broker. He doesn't work physically, but he does make a sacrifice. Because for a long time, do you ever think that mortgage brokers just start with good money? Oh, no. No. He made his sacrifice. It's like being a starving early. artist for a while. Oh, yeah. The, you don't you don't start on the top. You don't just start with this. No, you have to make, uh, I assume, very little for a long time. Not a long time. Oh, quite a while. For as hard as you're willing to work, as much as you're willing to sacrifice. But he is making the sacrifice in the right time mm-hmm. and in the right place. Now, his sacrifice and your sacrifices. But I can get resentful about it. Oh, you could? You could? Right. Yeah. Like I I, put so much more work. I work my sack off. I am sweating buckets because it has to be hot. I can't have air conditioning because air conditioning fucking sucks out my job. And you can get really mad about it. Or (laughs) you could recognize, and this is where Cain failed to recognize that your sacrifice, maybe not now, but it, it is still a sacrifice. Endure, stay, wait. But he didn't do that. He got bitter. He, he became angry. But at the same time, yeah. Why wasn't my sacrifice recognized? I did make one. But are you making the right sacrifice? When I sacrifice money into the stock market, I'm making a very wise, calculated decision. And I'm thinking about it and going about it all the right ways. And then you have these other people come in and they're like, fucking Bitcoin. And <laughs> they throw all their money into it. And... Either they do really well or really horrible, but if they do really a volatile, well... Because it's a volatile market. It is a very volatile yeah. market. But to say <clears> that <throat> that their sacrifice will not be looked upon favorably, and, and mine will because it was really thought out, no, it's not up to me. Mm-hmm. So I get what you're saying. However, I think maybe you're taking the language of sacrifice here a step too far, or at least a, a step too far out of what it means in the narrative. Yeah. Like thinking about sacrifice as, oh, this is my work, or this is the time I put into into doing this for my family, et cetera, oh, no, et cetera, I'm, et cetera. I'm, et cetera. I'm straight up stretching. I'm, I am looking at it from a, the universe doesn't give a fuck what. Yeah. <laughs> so, because that's not like traditional sacrifice. Like traditional sacrifice isn't just like giving up giving up what you, what you work for or presenting what you work for or like looking at sacrificing your time in exchange for something because that's just market. Yeah. Um, so sacrifice in the context of what's going on here is ritual participation with a deity or with, yes. a, with a being. And that's, and that's where I'm trying to separate a little more and trying to make it a little more... Um, because we, we live in a world that doesn't have religion. Yeah. Like you, you and I, like, so we have to look at this and we have to be like, okay, how do I make this apply to me? <laughs> because yeah. we don't have We don't have a sacrificial system. We don't have, yeah, we don't have pagan gods that people are sacrificing their stuff to or children to or things like that, right? Yes, like but we, we can, still we, have. So we, we think of it as an existential concept. Not, we still have not a not a reality of dealing with gods, but we still have economic sacri- sacrifice. We will sacrifice things today in economic means. But th- that is a uh, I'm trying to think of the words to use here. That's a metaphorical borrowing of language from a concrete reality for a different culture, yes. and borrowed it to what we do. But we're not doing the same thing that they're doing. No. So trying to make it as if one equals the other isn't the right thing to do. As much as you can look at one and be like, okay, we do something like that, 
but it's not quite that. It's be- I hear what you're saying, but is the physical manifestation of something not to a spiritual idea still not effective? Because I do believe that there is an effectiveness to a physical manifestation to a spiritual idea. I think that you can do it. They can mirror one another and be like, okay, maybe I'm sacrificing, like giving tithe to my church. I'm doing it not just because the Bible says so, but also because I know that somehow economically there is I think is that, a, is, that is only true as if there is no spiritual realm. Yeah, but the, uh, almost like a karmatic nature. But yeah, I mean, you can look, you can you can look at it material. You can look at it materialistically, and it makes sense as if we we sacrifice for things, or we 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 can borrow that language to to inject into materialism. Mm-hmm. But if there is a realm where there are real deities asking for worship, asking for sacrifice asking for you to participate in life with them and become one with them. And they will, in, you know, like, yeah, they will use that and use you. And there is a God who wants right worship and worship towards him. And he will, you know, you know, you're participating in, in spiritual things. That's a whole different thing that this doesn't quite apply to. Yeah. But that's that's where I'm trying to I am trying to deviate. I I really am. I'm I'm directly trying to deviate from the the actual text and looking at the and that makes the, sense the, the, the metaphorically. The that, yes, it, it makes sense metaphorically. Yeah, and that's where I'm trying to I'm actually trying to pull away from that. A, a, but a, I'll, I think fundamentally, from a Christian worldview, we can't go all the way that way, though. No. No, I'm not talking about going all the way that way, but also looking at the idea of this guy made a sacrifice. This did, he did. If you even if you take God out of it, sometimes we make sacrifices in our life, and it doesn't it doesn't pay the way that we think it should. Or the yeah. it's like I sacrificed so hard. Well, this guy sacrificed too, but he sacrificed differently than you did. And guess what? His fucking paid off, and yours isn't going to. It doesn't matter how much you sacrifice because the sacrifice you made wasn't the right one in that time. Cain's sacrifice was the wrong sacrifice. It, it didn't matter what it was going to be. It was going to be wrong. <laughs> because in that, if it was different than what his brother did, it doesn't matter what it was. That's what I'm try- I was trying to get to. I wasn't trying to say that it's, uh, I'm not trying to bleed off the, 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 uh, the spiritual narrative. I'm trying to bleed the, the meta narrative to it. The, the, the bigger outside of it, that it doesn't matter what your sacrifice is. If it's not the right sacrifice in the right time, just like if I don't do something again, I disagree in, in regards to the lesson to glean from this story, because it, because I, I look at it through the lens of the rest of the Pentateuch, okay, I see it. It is the the right sacrifice, the right time, and it's still disregarded. Okay, it, that's an, that's a different question than yeah. doing the wrong thing, betting the wrong betting the wrong thing to okay. give to give God isn't what happened here. Yeah, no, I, I, you see, I have a hard time with that too because. Uh, so many times, it's just the free, we, uh, free, free will nature of some things, mm-hmm. where could he, is, is there, in that regard, is there anything he could have done? 
Or was he going to be made an example of no matter what? Was he always going to be Cain? Was he always <clears throat> no, because he was be given Cain? a chance to repent. Yes, but what would what would we have learned in the grand scheme of everything from the scripture if he didn't kill him? Would we have learned about murder? <laughs> I, I guess one can't one can't really say. I, I suppose it would fundamentally change the story. But if it fundamentally changed the story, then we probably would have a different lesson to learn down the line. I do, I don't know yeah it's, it's a what if you know it's a what if sort of thing yeah so i'm thinking about it my way like given if if it's the right sacrifice if it's the right sacrifice at the right time in concert with his brother's sacrifice what is going on there that is so wrong and it has to be his heart it, it, it has to because like the rest of the bible even says like regarding the meat aspect of it right and uh what's the last what's the last book of the of the new test or of the old testament the last book of the Old Testament. Let's see if I can get there faster than you. Yeah, what is it here? I feel like it's something starts with an H. Uh, Malachi. Malachi, M. I just So, yeah, there. in that one, you know, God, you know, totally gives the gives the temple priests what for being like do i really do i really desire meat do i really desire fatted calves? No, I desire your heart. Yes. I desire your attitude. And so when I was reading this whole thing, like, I was like, okay, so like, that's not good enough either. If your heart's not in the right place, you know, that's. Then, 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 so any, 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 any action done out of religious, out of religious inkling, not, not, not even if you're trying to just put yourself in that place, even if you don't feel it, any action done in that, if your heart's not in it, don't bother. Or at least if it's in pride. So that's, that's one that... Okay, yeah, the, the, but there's a difference. Yeah. There's a difference between pride and heart because if, you, <clears> if you're like, no, I have a sense of responsibility, I need to do this. Even if I'm not there, I feel like this is something I need to do. And I think there's something that God will... I think there's something there that God will bless. Like even when you're not feeling it, you know, even when you're not feeling something of being like, you know what? In faith, I'm still going to go. I'm still going to do this. In faith, I'm... St- like there's something there. But I think... So I was, I was listening to... Uh, a speaker yesterday talking with Lex Friedman. He's a Catholic, Catholic bishop, bishop talking to Lex Friedman. And they were talking about the seven deadly sins, Yeah, you know, from the, the Catholic perspective. And he was like, well, really? Like the, the big one you got to look out for is pride. Yeah. You know, as, as opposed to humility. And he was describing pride, not being, not being just like boastfulness, but of like, it's almost like being a black hole of self-awareness, right? A black hole of ego, of entitlement, of thinking, you know, always of yourself. And as opposed, humility isn't just putting yourself down or trying to be the humble guy and shy away from spotlight or to to bat away people's compliments or to always try and make yourself look like dirt. So like, that's not humility. That's, that's like a subtle form <laughs> of pride it's, right there. Yeah. It's, it's, subtle, it's like a false pa- humility. Passive pride. It's like, Oh, you know, it's the way God made me. Yeah. <laughs> you ever, you ever like pay somebody a compliment and they're like, Oh, oh nay, nay. Don't give me the glory. Oh. It's all about the big guy upstairs. Yeah. And you're like, you say that like such a smug son of a bitch. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Like now, that is just as prideful as if you'd said, oh, thank really you. For the, thanks for the compliment. And, yeah. and moved on. But we, right? It's a very Canadian thing too to be like, Oh, thanks. But you know, I, I didn't do it for that reason or, Oh, thank thank uh, Don't thank me or whatever. I, yeah. I have, I have, trained myself to be like 
Thanks. I try my best, but uh, you know, I'm just doing what I can glory, when I can. Glory to God. Glory to God, who giveth me the air. Yeah. To breathe and breathe onto you. So this guy was <laughs> he was describing humility in like this really poetic way. It's like humility is like being in that space, like when you're watching a good movie yeah. with your wife. Or you're in the middle of being enraptured in a good book or in a flow state at work. Or you're just like offhand, something comes up and you meet the need without thinking about it. It's like, it's like being lost in the moment Yeah. where yourself disappears, or at least the ego that is trying to rationalize and over make yourself the the hero of your own story yeah. so much where you're just kind of like lost, like a, like a dog chasing the ball that is, that is master thrown, right? Like that dog is having the time of its freaking life yeah. going after the ball and bringing it back. You know, he's not calculating, you know, yeah. he's, he's in the moment purely. Yeah. He's like, that's like the purest form of humility is kind of like just being in that moment. And pride is like the total opposite of that, of always inserting yourself in the moment in like this black hole of self-awareness or awareness of how people relate to you and things like that. And I heard that. I knew we were coming up with this conversation. I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, my gosh. The, the thing that Cain did wrong is noticing that God regarded Abel's. Oh, okay. It's in the noticing and the becoming bitter of it because like at that moment he wasn't just like, oh, I guess, I'll, but you know, maybe better luck next instead time or, being happy or maybe, for, or instead maybe of being even, happy for Abel either. Like being yeah. like, Hey man, because like, it, it didn't, you had it. It didn't say that God said this isn't good enough. No. All it said was God had regard for Abel's. Yes. So, and then him looking at that being like, why did God regard Abel's? It, at that point he got in his own head out of pride in like this black hole of self-awareness. Yeah. And one of the things that pride does is it births envy and wrath and malice and malice. Oh, malice. And that's a seed, man. All all those are children of pride. Yeah. And, (sighs) and this like overall being too self-aware. Yeah. And I, uh, it's amazing. Do you know what really blows me away? This whole story just kind of gets skimmed sometimes. Or read into it's the wrong so, like, like, There's it, so much there's there. There's so much there. I mean, like, I know I was trying to add a different element to what you were saying, but honestly, like, everything you were saying about, you know. Making the wrong sacrifice. All, all that is good stuff. Or the right stuff. sacrifice, but All the that's wrong good time. stuff, and it's all color baked into this story. Or, yeah, I think that's a better way of putting it. It's not that it's the wrong sacrifice in the wrong time. It was a, it's the right sacrifice in the wrong time. Or... I don't know. It's still a good sacrifice. Let's think. We're, we try and disregard it and be like, no, it wasn't. No, it was a good. It was. It was a good sacrifice. And in Leviticus, God said the sacrifice that, like, the, it's described the kind of sacrifice of the fruits of the earth. And it says this is good and very pleasing and holy to the Lord. Yeah. Right? Like, that wasn't a problem. It was his heart. It was his heart. In the same way that God went after the guys giving fatted calves like there's no tomorrow in Malachi, he says, I don't give a shit about this. Your heart's not in the the right place. Yes. It's your pride and your arrogance and your lofty opinion of yourself over everybody else makes me hate this, what you've given to me. All right. Speaking of things that irritate me. Yo. (laughs) So that pastor that was speaking on Sunday that I kind of, he said something, but he didn't say anything at all. He, he, he started talking about, you know, people standing still or trying to look cool in church or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
And he's like, no, you got to move. You got to do this. You got to do that. Like telling you what to do. And the whole time I'm thinking, I'm like, so you want me to make a spectacle of myself <laughs> when my heart's not in it? You want me just to, to just, be, just be like, hey, look how holy I am or look how <clears throat> enthused I am or e- e- artificial or not. Just, just, and I'm like, there's, there's one thing to be said for um, righteous, righteous indignation, I think the word would be. Where you're just like, I don't care what anyone thinks, but there's another thing to be a spectacle of yourself. Like, mm-hmm. you know, is that actually where you're at? And I hate that. I hate when people are hyper. Like, it's like, are you genuine in this? Is are is, if it's real, great, awesome. But is is this a show? Why why do you need to be in the front? Why do you need to be so spectacular? It's like those people that just need to be yeah. fabulous all the time. Fabulous. And like, <laughs> it's, yeah, that, that kind of feeds into this idea of like self-awareness. Yeah. Like if you're doing this out of like this desire to like project yourself as some somebody who's really into worship yeah, or because you really feel the music and stuff like that or, you know, when, when, you're, when your self just is boom right there. Yeah. Rather than... Or, or even when you're, you know, consciously holding yourself back, like, I'm not going to make a spectacle of myself. I'm not going to do this. I'm judging everybody around me that is moving. Instead of being concerned about your own yeah, inward relationship with God before, you know, before worship, like, that's just as bad. Yeah. You gotta find, find some way to get your, your fucking ego out of the way. Yeah. And that's such a fucking struggle for me. I'm sorry, but I, I am hyper-conscientious about how I re- react in church. I'm like, if I act this way, how will it be perceived? Not just by myself, but others. Like, am, are they going to be like, that's not real? And I'm like, or do I just keep it quiet to myself? Even with a lot of the actions and how I move, I'm like, I, I, I overthink it to the point that I'm like, now I'm just in my own head. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, like, it's difficult. It really is. Because you don't want to... I, I don't want to act insincerely in this moment but at the same time i also don't want to make spectacle and all these other things Mm -hmm. so i'm like where am i at (laughs) and then it's over (laughs) yeah so um yeah there's so much there yeah so like yeah when you're when you're approaching when you're approaching god it's like just yeah, try and try and experience some rapture. <laughs> I guess is the thing, regardless of how, well, regardless of the outward expression. Yeah. Just try and try and lose yourself in some way, even if it's just in thought. Yeah. Yeah. That's, no. And that's why I, even when I go to some places where I don't know they're um, not on my level or your level. And I'm just like, okay, what can I take from this? I don't know. What level do I have? I'm sitting here <laughs> talking about worship and then dropping F-bombs. Yes, and <laughs> yes, but you wouldn't even let me go meta on Cain and Abel. You're like, no, we got to go back to the Pentateuch. The, pen- and- <laughs> the Pentateuch. The Pentateuch. <laughs> not because there's anything special about it, but just because like I'm trying to, I'm trying not to, I'm trying not to trace stray too far away from the context yeah. And still trying to be like meta, but without. You see, I yeah. tried doing that and you said go straight meta. And I was trying to go more meta on this <laughs> one and you fucking turn around. Because I'm also a hypocrite who doesn't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> Thank you very much. At least we all know it. We all know it. <laughs> oh, this is another fun one. I just think there's so much there. That's the thing. It like, is. There's There's so much meat to this. 
Like th- this is one where like I almost don't care what you take away. Just get into it. More than just murder is bad. Yeah, just, <laughs> if you only walk, if you look at this and be like, Kane is bad for murdering, and that's all you fucking got, you're not. Yeah. Fuck. Oh. It's, it's like you think you think killing's bad. Oh, oh hot, we've hot got takes. Sherlock Holmes on hand. Oh, I can't believe any... you fucking figured that one out. Do you got any other controversial opinions? <laughs> uh, oh. So, one of the things actually that really that I really enjoyed about thinking about this, thinking about sacrifices, like and this story kind of highlights a problem with sacrifice. Because if if you're the one bringing sacrifice, it it you're always gonna have this competition within yourself or with somebody else. Is this good enough? Is God we're God we're gonna regard this, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? And I was thinking about it and like, oh frick, man, Jesus is genius. Because he took away that and instead said, No, I'm giving you my body and blood. Yeah. Like, God reversed it. So instead of God being the one demanding sacrifice, the God is the one saying, you sit there and I'm going to sacrifice myself for you and give it to you to eat of and to to receive me instead of me receiving all that you have. Yeah. And that's the new covenant that he gave us. Yeah. So you can't have you can't have this problem with Cain and Abel anymore in a theological sense. No. Because God said, nope, I am providing. Dinner's on me. Yeah, and and the whole, you can't outdo God. You think, oh, it's like, oh, well, God didn't do this. Well, I can do that. It's like, no, fuck you. He gave. He gave in ways that you can't give. Mm-hmm. He he <clears throat> he did it all. <laughs> like, you will never out sacrifice God. You will never out give God. You will never out inspire God. Like, there's nothing you can do or say. What can will... you do to compete? With the Eucharist. But, but there's so many people that try. There's so many people that were like, well, I could do this. It's like, no, you no, you don't understand. You can't. Yeah. And if you try, you're going to fail. You're, you will be a failure. No matter what you give, no matter what you sacrifice, no matter what r- angle you try and take, you're never going to be enough. Get over yourself and receive the body and blood. That's right. Just... Yeah, get over yourself. I just love how we do this with whiskey and cussing. <laughs> Fucking A. <laughs> Fucking A. Uh, this is such a fun thing to do. I I keep telling people, it's like, we're Christians <laughs> doing a podcast, <laughs> but Christians should not listen to our podcast. <laughs> yeah. And if, uh, and if you're wondering about this this God that we worship, like that's just, I think that's an important thing to know. Yep. He's not sitting up there being like, you need to do this and this and this, or I will, or I will, you. or I will send you away to the hinterlands like Cain. <laughs> He's saying, no, come to me. I'm giving myself to you. Yeah. Earnestly and honestly, like, I don't know, even going to church sometimes feels like, I feel like an alien, <laughs> like sometimes, but at the same time, I'm like, there's something here. You can't, you can't, you can't detach that. I have such a hard time because knowing what we know and learning what the way we've learned, and I'm like, oh. but the 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 reality of how real it is and how there's, I'm like, I don't have to understand everything. I don't have to have it all together. I don't. I'm not looking for healthy people. 
I'm not looking for like you know how these people they're like oh but all hypocrites go to church I'm like yeah you don't see you know, like healthy yeah but people, they're also so. here they're also at the bar they're also at work like yeah at least at least they recognize well they don't may not recognize but you don't go to the hospital and look for healthy people thinking oh that's where all the healthy people go it's like no they're all sick there that's why they're there so uh, yeah it was good uh anything else for the week um yeah i don't think so are we gonna try and get the ladies on next week i'm not sure if that's gonna work on carissa's behalf but uh yeah we only oh, have one let's ex- not make any promises not have it. hey would you guys do you guys even want to hear our wives yeah that's actually a really good question Although by time they would hear this, we would have already. <laughs> had if it in they motion. don't come on next week, then you're not going to hear them for like three or four weeks. So or more or more because you know how hard it so is. So dis- disregard our last little line of conversation. Well, you you'll know. you'll find out, or but, you you already or, know. You already know. You already know, happen. or you don't. But either way, uh, one. Do you guys want to hear it? Two. You, fuck fuck you. We'll do what we want. <laughs> Boom, schwang. Because, yeah, I, I want to have my wife on, but they want to... Oh, man, they fucking suck at that. Like, what are we going to talk about? I don't know. Fucking anything? It's like, yeah, but what? Do That's the thing. Study? Like, my wife wants to talk about something very, very specific. And I'm not sure if that's going to lend itself to a four-person conversation. So I'm not sure if them together is going to work as much as divide and conquer. Better yet, we allow them to have an idea what we're going to talk about. And we fucking derail it. <laughs> to sabotage. We, we, we sabotage the whole we thing. Just, we just say, yeah, yeah, we'll talk about this. And then we're like, yeah, we'll get around to it. And we just, not even, not intentionally like say fuck you. We'd be like, yeah, we'll get around to it. And we'll just have a conversation about what the fuck we want to talk about. Because that otherwise they'll be far too in their own head. Oh and if we can gosh. keep them out of that. Just do, <laughs> just do a total shoot the shit on one when they're expecting a very specific conversation to have. Yeah, we'll just talk about what it's like to support such great and holy men doing such a vital work. (laughs) Just make it all about us. This is, this is. (laughs) Again. Yeah. It's all about us. It's all about your husband. It's like we learn nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Submit to your husbands. Uh, Your wife has only listened to the one so far? Yeah. (laughs) Any. Oh, I fucking realized something. Yeah, what's up? I gave our free will one. It took me a long time to get around to listen to the free will one. I fucking mm-hmm. hate listening to myself. I won't do it anymore. You're done? I'm, I'm done. <laughs> I'm like, man, I sounded retarded. I felt stupid listening to that. And then I hear other people like, no, it was really good. Or, oh, yeah, there were some parts you go. And I'm like, I, I'm far too self-critical to actually listen to it because I'm like, oh. It sounds horrible. Like when we were talking about uh, the light slit experiment, mm-hmm. I'm like, fuck. I knew what I was trying. Like, even looking back, I was far too drunk. I told you we should have cut that into more than one. <laughs> like, into <laughs> two recordings. And yeah. um, I knew what I was trying to say, but I was not articulating it very well. And I just, I'm so mad at myself. <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. I'm really glad we well, did it. It, it happens. It, we're, it we're happens. Gonna, we're going to look back on this whole first year of podcasks eventually and just Fucking be like, amateurs. oh man. Yeah. Total, total amateurs. Yeah. But at the same time, like some of the ones that have been the roughest have also been the funnest. And yeah. I don't regret those experiences. Yeah. It's, oh, it's. Like the funnest one we've done has been the one that will never, ever, ever see the light of day. Ever. Oh. Ever. Unless. Burn it with fire. Unless 
we get so big that we could have one of those um those Patreon a, a things. Patreon things. <laughs> And like ten years down the road, oh, no, four. I, I think we I, would, get away I with wouldn't. Four. Even, I wouldn't even put it out on that. No, hmm. I wouldn't do it. It was pretty bad. Yeah, it was. Uh, it would be. Uh, I think it would be like we put it out, but don't listen. To this. There would be whole sections with like nonstop bleeping just to keep people's names. Oh you know, yeah, off I forgot. The, I gotta like edit the, the shit yeah. out of that one. That that it's just, that one's burn it with fire ter- material. Yeah, and you know, and and Trav- Travis at- even knows it. Like I talked with him on the phone. He's like, "Yeah, we can't do this." <laughs> <laughs> we just we got way too western that day yeah yeah he did i say he because i didn't get western i i still tried to keep things on board <laughs> but just, i don't even mean regarding the the liquor just the conversation itself we mm-hmm. were all over the map in some yeah. pretty deep weeds yes uh, the thing is, I don't. It makes it sound <laughs> like we're, we were arguing and talking over each other. Oh, I know. It was fucking horrible. Well, we can't. You can't even listen to it. No, it's inaudible. Burn it with fire. Yeah, I know it's a digital um, file, and you can't I, literally burn yes, it. Yes, we fire. can. Yes, we can. We get a torch. We put it on its own SD card. We put it on a torch, and then we set it on fire. Wow, we can do that it. That sounds expensive, but also awesome. I have one, a small SD card. <laughs> Okay. I can transfer it on I think it. I think I think ritually we need to do it. <laughs> Ritualistically. It's, we we need we need to ritually cleanse ourselves from that experience. Just have them over. You'll Maybe see, like, we should try to do that next you, week. You see like little evil spirits be like <laughs> <laughs> flying away from it in the fire smoke. Did you see that? Oh. Maybe that's what we should do next week is have Travis on. Oh, that'd be fun. It's a lot easier if we do it earlier and he's not tanked. Yeah, because we, we recorded until like two in the morning that, oh, that night. Fucking horrible. Oh, we ate like we ate we ate like we fifty ate, hot wings and a whole we pizza. Ate <laughs> that on we, the recording. That we ordered <laughs> while we rec- were recording. After we were recording for like an hour, we ordered wings. The wings took twenty minutes to get here. We ate them and then talked longer and then ordered a pizza <laughs> after that. It arrived and we ate the whole damn pizza and then still talked for an hour. It was mumble mouth, and he was talking pat like he was standing over here and talking on his mic. He, at one point, he was beside his microphone, like. <laughs> so I was uh, about three inches, four inches past my microphone, slightly on the right hand side there, and that's the way he was speaking at some points. And I'm like, "Fuck, this is gonna be bad." But the thing is, like, <laughs> that was such a fun night. Oh, it was the funnest. That was such a fun night. We, w- w- the thing is, that's, that's the way we are normally. We can talk like that as bros, but we can't record that shit. That's just us being bros. <laughs> That's us literally doing what we do when we're outside a campfire it was at one in the morning. I love it. Like, it was great. I'm, lo- I, you know, I'm looking forward to what kind of campfire conversations we'll get up to this weekend here. <sighs> That's right. You got a birthday. When is your actual birthday? Uh, it's next Tuesday, but we're... I get back Tuesday. Yeah, we're we're celebrating over the weekend here at a gigantic pig roast dish. Although with, without a pig, we're doing a big prime rib uh, at a, a buddy's acreage. Yeah, and they then... they do a yearly deal, and we're going to it this year. It's right around the time of every birthday, so it's kind of like, well, we'll tag in tag in birthday celebration with this. It's gonna yeah. be fun. Yeah, it's gonna be a good time. There's a band that's been that's been rented. There's yeah. Uh, a lot of meat that has been purchased. And by the time you listen to it, it's all done. Yeah. Like, there's no, like, where's my invite? Yeah. Fuck you. We already did we it. We already did this. Yeah. It's camp- <laughs> we're camping out. We're camping yeah. out that night. 
Uh, that's yeah. I got to talk to you about that really quick to make sure we got all our ducks in a row. All but right. um, what was I going to say? Oh, and then I'm going to Saskatchewan on Sunday. Yeah, I'm leaving for you're, Saskatchewan that morning. You're taking your trailer away and then going to Saskatchewan. Yes, Saskatchewan. Eh? Saskatchewan, and I'm going to go spend two days with my sister, who doesn't listen. I hope she doesn't listen to this. Oh, I fucking hope she does. I don't. What's, she, what's your sister's name? Uh, I don't know. Well, I, well, I don't know. I hope you're listening to this right now, and I, I hope you're deeply disappointed with your brother, and you should tell him that and no, you'll be my favorite. the problem is... Now like, that you've had an official shout-out, we have to give you this episode in person, too. The problem is she overcompensates. She's like, oh, now I need to say fuck more. Like, my brothers did that. My brother called me oh, up. Oh, that's okay. And they're like, hey, <laughs> what's up, my fucking bro? And I'm like, why, why are you talking like that? And it's like, well, you say it enough. And I'm like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> that's not you. <laughs> you're being a little canish right I'm now, and over canish. you're overthinking it and being too self conscious. See, I do it naturally. That's why it works. <laughs> All right. Well, All right. I with, think we gotta let you guys go. With that, God bless, guys. Don't be a dick. Music has been brought to us by Kurt the Riffer Wells at Liquid State Audio. He is the guitarist, the producer, and the mixing engineer. Thanks from Mike and Devin at the Blue Collar Blue Collar Philosophers. <laughs>